the 100th day of school is quickly approaching and I'm going to share with you today some of my favorite activities to do with my kindergartners for the 100th day of school. Hello and welcome to Making Number Sense Make Sense, a podcast for elementary teachers, specifically early elementary teachers, looking to really make an impact in the number sense of their students. My team really liked a good theme. So for the past couple years for the 100th day of school, they sent home a note. It was a 100th day of school note. And in the note, it explained that the kids could come to school dressed like they were 100 years old, which was, it's adorable to see like all of your kids dressed up like they're 100. And it's just some of them had like baby powder in their hair and they had little pearls on, little cardigans. It was so cute. And the note gave some really simple ideas of things that they can do with things they already had around the house. So nothing like very extravagant. They didn't have to go out and buy anything, just using things that they already had. Other years we did more simple, like 100 Days Brighter, and they had to just come to school with a bright colored shirt, like It didn't have to be neon, it could be neon, but just something bright. So coming to school already themed. But in terms of the activities we did, I've mentioned before that I taught Spanish immersion, so I was teaching only math and science. So all of the activities I'm going to share with you are more math related, not like a 100 day writing or anything like that. So coming in with our 100 day counting, you will know if you had listened to my rote counting episode that counting to 100 every day takes a long time. It can get kind of dull. After every group of 10, we would change the movement that we do. From 1 to 10, count, do claps. From 11 to 20, jumps. From 30 to 40, do something different. So that's my first thing. It's a counting to 100 exercise. And when they come into the classroom, they see 100 numbers all around the room. What I would do is I just had 100 numbers all around the room in groups of 10. So like 1 to 10 was in one area, 11 to 20 is in another area all around the room. So that could just be with sticky tack. It could be with post-its. If you want to do that, it could be with tape all around the room. And I'll explain why in a second. The big thing that they were doing, which could take them the longest, was a 100 day of school necklace. They would have a string and it would have to be taped on the edges and they would make a necklace with 100 things on it. So you could do beads, you could do fruit loops. If you're going to use food, just check to see that you don't have any allergies. Also be sensitive to a lot of food insecurity in your population. That's something you might want to be sensitive to if you're making a 100 day necklace with those things. When I first started doing that, It's obviously difficult for young kids to keep track of 100 things. To mitigate that, they would each get a paper with 10 10 frames on it, and before they even started stringing anything, they would put all of the Fruit Loops or beads on all of the 10 frames so they already had 100 and they just had to string them on. Some kids got creative with it. They started doing patterns. They probably wanted, they might have wanted 10 of one color and then 10 of another color or some of them just put it on and went for it. And that can take them a while, but I never had a kid who gave up because they really wanted a necklace with 100 things. As with other things of that nature, some kids finish faster than others. So that was kind of our main thing that everybody started at the same time. And while they started that, there were other things going on around the room. My classroom was set up into tables. And so I would call them table by table to do other things. Another thing I had them do was called the 100 cup structure. I had 100 cups and I was like, okay, your group, you're going to come here. You have 10 minutes to try and make something, build something with these 100 cups. So they would stop doing the necklace, build something with 100 cups for 10 minutes. And then I would take a picture of them after their 10 minutes were up with whatever structure they would create. And then they'd go back to doing in their necklace. 
while the other kids were doing their necklace. At the same time, there was the kids building. I would pull another group to do some kind of craft or activity. I had tried lots of different crafts throughout the years. The most recent one I did was a gumball machine. They would do dot paintings with a Q-tip and it had a hundred circles in it for the hundred gumdrops. Sometimes I let them just go to town with it. Sometimes I had them count like 10 and then get a new color, 10, get a new color. You can do that how you choose. And again, they could go back and do their necklace while the other kids were building and doing their craft. And as they finished, they could go back. So it was definitely a very free flowing day. And it sounds like it, it was a little bit chaotic, but I promise you it works out. And as they finish building their cup structure and doing their painting, they rotate through the different areas. And if they finish everything, that's where those numbers that I told you at the beginning come in. Then they get a clipboard with a hundreds chart on it, a tracer hundreds chart. So they have all the numbers that they need to find just in tracer form. And then they go around the room with their clipboard and their pencil looking for those numbers. So they're in groups of 10, so they don't have to be bouncing all around the classroom. So it's like, okay, there's one to 10 here. I'm going to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. And then I go to the next area looking for the next group of 10. They do not by any means have to do that in order. They can go in whatever order they like. Sometimes they pair up with a friend and do it with a friend. That's absolutely fine too. And we have, we have fun. It's a good day. We have fun doing that. I will say though, being the 100th day and being with young kids, they're going to get excited about it anyway. It's not going to be a normal day, but they always really enjoy the process. They enjoy all the activities. And I usually end up having a 100th day math center area for the next week or sometimes two because they enjoy the activities that much. And usually if you're lucky, wink, wink, the 100th day of school always falls around Valentine's Day and sometimes it falls on Valentine's Day. So if you're doubly lucky, you're going to get the double whammy of Valentine's Day and the 100 day of school on the same day. So look out for that. And this usually doesn't happen with most students. Most students just have time to finish their necklace, their cup structure, their painting, and finding the numbers around the room before it's time to go to recess or the end of the day or something like that. But if we do have students who finish, I have some other hundreds chart activities that they can do. They get a blank hundreds chart or a tracer hundreds chart similar to the one that they had, but it would be a roll in color. So they can work by themselves or with a partner. And if they're working with a partner, they get a die or dice, doesn't matter. They can do one dice if they just need one. They can do two to have it be a little bit more challenging. They would roll their dice. If they roll their dice and get 12, they would color in 12 spots on the other chart with their color. And then their partner goes, their partner rolls a seven. So wherever, so that person, the first player finished at 12, the next player starts at 13. And then from 13, they color in seven spots. And then the next person goes from there, color in their spots until they fill up the hundreds chart and they can see who has colored in the most. They can do the same thing with a spinner if you don't have dice. Those dice are usually easier, but a spinner you can control the range more, but the game is similar. There's also the hundreds chart code kind of activities where they have like red and then a bunch of numbers and they have to find all of those numbers and color them in red and the next one purple the next one whatever color you want to get the hidden picture hundreds chart those would be things that i would have the kids do 
if they finished all the other things and you can definitely save those if you make the copies those can definitely go in a center for early finishers morning work or things like that so they won't go to waste if they don't get to them but that's just in case so you have everything that you need you don't have to leave the classroom run for copies or anything like that if you're looking for more of a problem solving type activity I will leave a link to my hundred chart thief activity that you can get for free the first in the series and basically what happened is there's a hundred chart thief group who are stealing numbers off of the hundreds chart and your class needs to figure out which numbers have been stolen from the hundreds chart but each thief has a particular pattern that they steal the hundreds chart numbers from and the kids are supposed to figure out and your students figure out what the pattern is and how and that helps them determine the numbers that are missing and helps them get them back and that activity has thin slicing built in it has check your understanding activities built in so that's another one and like i said that one is free if you'd like to give it a try i hope that gave you some ideas of things that you can do for the 100th day of school with your students I'll have a link to a blog post with images of all of these things, written out explanations so that you can see, as well as links to where you can get these activities for yourself if you would like to give them a try.